And we're, we're back, back, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Starting is the hardest part so far. Yeah, uh, I mean, hey, it, it, you got to do it. Listen, you know? episode 17. Yes, I love it. We're back you know in it. action. Uh, we'll, we'll take, take it, it from, from here. here with Joe and Don. Welcome back to the show. Uh, we have a great episode today. Great episode, so stay tuned. If you're driving, keep driving, keep listening. Uh, we got some good stuff coming at you. Um, little housekeeping we are on Instagram uh, at We'll Take It From Here podcast. Uh, the YouTube is currently uh, postponed for right now because me and Joe are very busy individuals. And uh, so you just get to listen to our golden voices. But the videos are coming. Don't worry. Yeah, we're um, going to keep recording. I think that's probably a good yeah. thing to do. Just keep recording. And then when we have time, we can edit those and put them up absolutely for sure but, uh we got some special guests i'll let joe uh introduce them yeah friends of ours adrian and colleen from lobo mma uh, new jersey gym and we're actually here right now so i mean when you were <laughs> able to see it you'll see that in the background we're at their gym um adrian and colleen i met at pure mma and it's actually have their rash guard on right now at jiu-jitsu and became friends with them and they opened up recently uh, their gym about a month you've had, right? Yep. One um, month. So officially, I think we've been open a week, but we did a soft opening about yeah. two or three, three weeks ago. A I month guess. ago. A month yeah. ago, yeah. So we've been open a month, but our grand opening was a week ago. Nice. So, awesome. Well, welcome yeah. to the show, guys. This yeah. is, I'm, Dude, I'm honored to have, to have you have guys it. on. Yeah. Yeah, Can I just, you. I'm sorry. Nice. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, but. <laughs> I've been listening to you guys ever since episode one and like, I think, so I slowed down a little bit obviously because my commute used to be 45 minutes. Yeah. Now it's a three minute drive. So I only get to miss it like, or listen, three minutes at <laughs> yeah, a time. Yeah. You know what I yep. mean? But when it was a 45 minute commute to work, you were what I heard in the morning. Oh, wow. That's I freaking awesome. loved it. Thank you. That's cool. You know? Appreciate, yeah, appreciate that. that really. I just finished, um, Paulie Modis's dad's episode. Yes, okay. Gus. That guy's a good show. I love that guy. <laughs> I love yes. that. Yeah. He's coming back on too. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah so I'm just honored to be here with you guys. And yeah. I love what you're doing. Keep it up, man. Thank you. We're honored well, to have you guys. That, mean, yeah. that means a lot. I know it means a lot to me. I'm sure it means oh, you know, to Joe too. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of funny that we're out here at your gym in Blairstown because I'm from this area. Hmm. And I actually, like a little backstory how I met you guys um, I came out and did a jiu-jitsu class at Pure MMA with Joe because I was interested in it. And then that first class that we did, you were the teacher for the class. And I remember at the end, they started announcing, hey, you know, you guys probably don't know where this is, but, you know, we're opening up a gym, our own gym in Blairstown, New Jersey. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know where that is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, nobody knows where Blairstown <laughs> is. So I thought that was so cool. And, uh, you know, I love seeing the videos of you guys opening this up. And, you know, the painting and the mats. <laughs> and it was just so cool. To see, I, you know, I could just see the passion from you guys of how much you really enjoy this and love this. And, you know, yes, this is a business, but I can really see how much you guys truly just love to do it. And, um, you know, hats off to you for making this step. It's a big, big milestone. Thanks, man. Yeah, it yeah. was like a, it was a big leap of faith for sure. Because we knew Blairstown needed a gym because we were driving 35 minutes to train every day and we knew there was nothing in the area and we're like, we really want this. Hopefully everyone else mm -hmm. in Blairstown does too. And mm -hmm. we've been like blown away by the amount of people that have reached out. The first post we ever made, we had like over a hundred people reach out to us That's asking awesome. about the gym and we were like, what? So we weren't even prepared for that kind of yeah, like intake. Yeah. It was so overwhelming. And then just people on our first day opening, we were like, Maybe no one will show up. Yeah. And then like 
12 to 13 people walked in the door and we didn't even know half of them. We're like, who are these people? Like, <laughs> yeah. how do they know that we're even here? It was super cool. That is really cool. And didn't you say uh, you guys are on that 40 in a month? Yeah, we're about yeah, 40 members 40 in. Now, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's like, amazing. Right offline, you, Donnie, you were telling me how like you find, what is it, the magic number or what did you call it? It's your freedom number. Your freedom yeah. number. And like... I think in a couple months I can start yeah. looking at that because technically, if we if we crunch the numbers, we're there now probably, right. but it's a matter of holding it for a full year and Got seeing it. how you know seasons fluctuate. Do we mm-hmm. go up, down? We haven't started marketing at all yet, aside from Instagram. Yep. I don't consider that marketing because it's fun for me, but I mean, like outside of that, going to the local storefronts, putting up you know uh, posters everywhere, reaching out to mm-hmm. people. We haven't done anything. That's great. I mean? Well, that just goes to show, um, you know, how you you already have that, you know, when when you're a good person and you put out good vibes and good energy into the world, it comes back to you. Hell yeah. And so that just goes to show right there. That's results, proof in the pudding, as they call it, you know, Mm -hmm. that when you decided to make that jump, you didn't know. You're like, you don't know if the parachute's gonna open, but I'm jumping. I was gonna say that's the Kama Sutra, but I meant to say that's the karma. That's karma. Yeah, 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 yeah that's the Kama Sutra. Yeah, I know we're in a lot of those positions here, but uh, that's how I feel sometimes. Like yeah. Back mounted and yeah, all this stuff. Just so, just so the audience knows, yeah. we're a couple sliders in, we warmed up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So, oh man, no, but no. you know what I also love about your story too, is you moved to Blairstown, you saw there wasn't a gym, and instead of just keep saying, oh, I wish there was a gym here, you took action. Yeah. That's amazing. And you're going to be rewarded for that, for sure. Thanks, man. I appreciate of course, you guys yeah. yeah, it's been Adrian's dream since forever to open a gym. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Always. And I was always like the one like, okay, but can we actually do this? Uh-huh. Like, he's, I always say he's the dreamer and I'm yeah. the one that has to like reel him back in a little bit. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, well I think it's good to have both, you know, yeah, so yeah. you guys are a good balance. Good Absolutely. Team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So for those who like don't know, you know, I, I do have my own YouTube vlog, my two best friends and I, um, for almost two years now have been going around the country, going to different cideries. If anybody knows what hard cider is, like we've been going out to, to these cideries, trying, you know, their ciders, doing videography, TikToks, Instagram reels for these people. Um, and ever since opening this gym, it's slowed down a whole bunch. Um, but like Colleen was honestly like our manager because... If you think about it, it's three drunk guys <laughs> going out to these places, making complete fools of themselves. Yeah. She's been, like, honestly a saint throughout this whole process. Yeah. I am awesome. naturally a dreamer. I, I think at one point invited this one guy to come to California with us. <laughs> We've only met for, like, three hours or something like that. Co- without Colleen there, man, like, I love you, babe. Thank you. Oh, I love you. That's yeah. oh, <laughs> nice. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Something you get the tissues, <laughs> Not no, only no. the DD after they've drunk. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, you, you, should, you should charge them on the hour. Or hour Dude, if that. she did, oh my god, <laughs> surge pricing. <laughs> this this gym would be nothing without Colleen because you know, like I dream so big, mm-hmm. and I do think like at a certain extent, dreaming that big makes you like if you don't reach the moon, you'll at least see the stars. You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. But but when you have somebody not like. Like, you know, slowing you down a little bit, you yeah. at least have a more methodical approach and systematic approach to things. So that's why I'm blessed to have this wonderful woman helping me here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I think that's so, a recipe for success because yeah. you are, you're, you're trying to see this really, really big picture 
of what you think mm-hmm. you can turn your gym into, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then Colleen's like, yeah, I, I see that, but this is how we have to do it. And yeah, then brings yeah, you yeah. back down, yeah. but it's bringing you down just to look at it. And then I think you'll get there, that for sure. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a perfect balance. Yeah. And well, then on my side, even like, I'm like, damn, he believes in this so much. Like, how could I not like run with him and jump yeah. and do it also? Like, yeah. He believes in it so much. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. let's do it. <laughs> Well, Absolutely. you know, only only you know the vision, right? You know, like yeah. you could share it with people, you could share it with us, but only you know the true vision of what you truly see 30, you know, 10, 20, 30 years down the road. And, you know, that vision that you initially saw, you know, it wasn't a conference call. Yeah. You know, so sometimes like you share the vision, like if you're a big dreamer, like I'm a big dreamer too. Yeah. And you share the vision with people and maybe they talk down on it or oh, you should be realistic and all this stuff. And it's it makes you feel bad. But I say to that, keep dreaming. Keep dreaming as big as you possibly can because, man, you got one shot at this life. You know, why not, like you said, shoot for the moon, you might land on the stars. So yeah, yeah that's off to you guys. Oh, yeah. you know, it's funny you say that. Like, um, I, I've always been, like, I've always had this theory that after third grade, Society teaches you to stop imagining things. Yeah, I could go on a tangent, mm-hmm. but like go on this tangent. <laughs> that is the most interesting thing I've ever heard. Yeah. But like, it's my first time hearing this. So, <laughs> I remember one time, and people are gonna call me crazy. Like, I remember this one time, and and you know when you're when you're three, four, five, six years old, you don't question things, right? No. You see something, and you just accept it as true. And I remember this one time. I swear to you. Like maybe, maybe it was my six-year-old mind imagining something, but I saw this family just appear out of thin air and walk into a wall and disappear. I kid you not. That's what I saw, huh. you know, yeah. in my mind, you know, like years later, now I rationalize it. Um, we were in LaGuardia, LaGuardia College. I used to go to pre-K there. So I must've been, yeah, five to six years old. And um, my mom brought me there, whatever. I see this happen, Right. Years later, as I got older, you know, um, I visited that same hallway again and I've tried to like rationalize what could have happened. It was just a straight, you know, whatever, like, like wall. Um, maybe, maybe my five or six year old mind was imagining it, but as an adult, that's what you're taught to do is rationalize what happened. Right. You know, when you're young, you just create, you know, and maybe, maybe it was just a blur, a slip, whatever, but when you're young, you just believe what you see, mm-hmm. you know, and a little bit of that gets lost in translation. And as you, as you grow up, you just, you're taught like, no, this is blue. This is green. This is that two plus two equals four. You know what I mean? And I hate that. You know, I think at a certain extent we have to like keep imagining things, mm-hmm. like allow that fourth realm to be real sometimes. Like, yeah. yeah like, and I think that's what's beautiful about jujitsu is like, it's so touch and go. It's so like feel, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, I think that's why I'm such a dreamer is because I have these big imaginations. Sometimes when I started like the three guys thing, nobody thought it was going to be something. Yeah. And then three months later, we're in Atlanta on a plane on our way to go to a cidery. That's cool. You know? That is great. Like if you just dream enough, shit will happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like don't be afraid to dream. Don't let people like slow you down. You know what I mean? It is awesome. Yeah, no, I, and I like your reference to jujitsu too because it is so touch and go. You know, you like I'll equate it to drilling is almost like you're studying for the exam, right? You mm-hmm. learn something in school, you study for exam, but when you actually take the exam, it's completely yeah. different. When you're rolling live, 
yeah, you can drill as much as you want, but that live pressure, it's, you have to make decisions split second. And yeah. that's what life is. My life is going to throw so many like, like, uh, obstacles at you, you know, that, that I love that, um, that analogy that you made, but yeah, going back to your point with, with like your dream, bro, that story about the, the family going through, I don't think you're crazy for that. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it was just your five to six year old, uh, imagination yeah. seeing that. Or maybe you actually saw something else. Kids see some some crazy things, man. Yeah. Like we don't know. I think uh, I wouldn't call you crazy. That was that's a really cool story. So I I don't talk about it often, but like I was one of those kids that would like freaking you know tell their parents that they saw people those creepy kids, you know, and like <laughs> they would see people, and my parents would say like, no, they don't exist. Mm. And eventually they stopped existing, you know, because I was told enough that it's just my imagination. Mm. And so I don't want to go off on a weird tangent, but like I was one of those kids and I remember seeing shit, you know, and like, you know, you're told by society, no, that's not acceptable. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like I never met one of my grandmothers because, or I did when I was a baby, she Mm -hmm. passed away, she had cancer, you know, so I never really met her, but I remember seeing her face and then years later seeing pictures and again maybe it's something that like as a baby you saw in passing when you're looking at albums and stuff but like dude i remember being one of those kids who swore they saw something you know and was taught like no it's not there it's your imagination and and you stop imagining things i totally think kids can do things like that because they're just they're more open yeah yeah. they're so much more open to like crazy stuff i don't know they're they're not they're not like Jaded? Yeah, jaded or and and yeah. they don't have all these people because like, well, your mind is crazy. When, when you, yeah, what are you gonna say? When you're a kid, you don't have limiting beliefs. That's it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything is possible when you're yeah. a kid. It's yeah. it, it's limitless. You want to be an astronaut? Yeah, I'm gonna be an astronaut. I'm gonna yeah. be a policeman. I'm gonna be a firefighter. I'm gonna be X, Y, and Z. And you have all this belief. And then, like you said, we're after third grade, whatever in school. You know, you're you're bred in. No, you're gonna go to college. You're gonna get a job. You know, we've talked about this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, you're going to work for 30 years and you're going to retire and you're going to have your golden years and that's it. And I, I just really think um, I totally agree with you that, like, w- our belief is kind of, like, brought out of us. Yeah. If I'm saying that correctly uh, as we come up. And I, I don't know if that's done on purpose or if that's just how stuff is what well, i mean i i'm experiencing this firsthand at the moment yeah. because uh as i mentioned on the, on the show before i bought into that system i bought yeah. into the whole you go to school you go to high school you go to college and then you work 40 years and do what and you know that's there's nothing wrong with that right that's the norm yeah now that i came out of uh, accounting because i didn't like it and i'm like trying to find my new path i feel like I'm doing something wrong when I'm just not. It's just I'm doing something that's different than society mm-hmm. wants yeah. you to do or accepts. So it's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. You know, the, the thing that I always go back to is the people that have impacted the world the most and changed the world the most and have, you know, done these incredible, insane things. They were called crazy in the beginning. Yep. And yeah. they were they were the ones that dropped out of school and they were the ones that took a risk and went for it. Yeah. And I mean, look at, you know, we have, we have iPhones. Somebody said, yeah, someday that phone that's on the wall with that cord, I'm going to be able to talk wireless to somebody <laughs> across the world. Yeah, yeah. And that person was laughed at. Yeah. yeah. Well, look at us now. How yeah. about, how about Henry Ford when uh, he said he was going to make a car and everyone was like, you're an idiot. Yeah. 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 Right. So, 
I mean, yeah. to me, so true. It's a it's a telltale sign. Like if people are calling you crazy, man, you're on to something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. That's true. You know? like that's that how that's how I like yeah, to look at yeah. it. So you can call me crazy, you can call you crazy, whatever. Uh, I'd rather stand out and be the one because you know what? To be extraordinary, you have to be extraordinary. So yeah. yeah. Love that. Well, what you said, oh man, what did you say? Oh, I was just saying, every time I listen to your show, I'm like, that could be a shit. <laughs> Yo, yeah. I'm, still, I'm still trying to see what was that, yeah. that one episode. I, I keep listening. I'm like, yeah. wait, what is it? What did you just say right now? Um, uh, uh, you just before said the extraordinary. That. It's always you, Donnie. It's, um, <laughs> it's I tell John, I'm the walking quote book. He is. I love it, man. I wish you could have I know, it was, uh, yeah, well, it was we uh, have if, it you're on doing, if you're doing oh. something, it's calling you crazy or doing something good. Yeah, yeah. If, if people are calling you crazy, you're probably doing something right. Yeah, you're on something. That could be a shirt. All right, make it up. Let's Yo, you guys should have come up with a t-shirt lineup. Let me tell yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have no, to. For sure. We have to. Yeah, yeah we want we, – yeah, we, that's probably going to be plans in the future. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's the truth. I mean, you know, what person that didn't go for something really made some kind of change? Yeah. If you're just trying to blend in and not make any waves mm-hmm. and just be, you know, average or whatever, it's fine. Yeah. But – the people that really make changes and are truly happy and fulfilled, you know, they go for it and they take risks and they and they, they jump. Step and, outside uh, the box. Yeah. That's what yeah. you guys are doing. So, hell yeah, Thanks, man. You know, so much has gone into like this gym. When I first started training, and I'm speaking solely for myself, not for Colleen here, but um, when I first started training, you know, I was a I was a 15 year old kid. I think mm-hmm. when I started training, I, I did you know Taekwondo before that. I, I wrestled before. Doing MMA, I, I already had experience. But when I first like stepped on those jiu-jitsu mats, I remember having that feeling of like, this is something different. Like, and I remember the first time that I almost went out. Like I was put in a triangle choke by this like tiny little woman. You know, I had already wrestled a little bit, so I had no respect for her at all. I didn't I was like, all right, I'll go easy on her. She put me in a triangle choke. I didn't want to tap and I almost went out. And I remember like thunder. Huh. Like I, it was literally raining outside. Like I remember this so vividly. It was raining, and as I heard the thunder outside, lightning, everything, whatever, um, I was like, "Okay, there's a sign here. Tap out." I tapped out, you know. And then I and I realized, like, I just got beat up by this tiny little woman. <laughs> this is something so special. Yes, I want to be a world champion one day. I want to be a fighter. I want to do all this and that. But the fact that that little woman just killed me right now yeah. essentially that's something that i need to spread to the world and i was and i'm like 15 years old 16 years old at the time or whatever and i'm like i want to teach this to people i want to give this to people i wish my mother had this when i was a kid you know what i mean and that right there like dictated the pace of my life for the mm. next 20 years you know mm. um so a big like reason for all this is happening today having the mats here having a gym comes freaking from one little seed that was planted so long ago. You know, I'm 32 now, 16 when I started doing the jiu-jitsu stuff, mm. MMA stuff. Shit, I'm going off on a tangent. I don't even remember what we were talking about. No, no, no it's well, yeah, We were just going into your jiu-jitsu story and how you got started. Yeah. yeah. Um, so no, and I like you, that a lot. Yeah, so you, you started at 16. Where did you start? So I actually started training in this place in Hackettstown, Evolutionary Martial Arts. Oh, and shit. Your buddy. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Ronnie listening Hill. to that episode yeah, that's now. Where, yeah, that's yeah, 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 that's, that's where Ryan, Ryan went. Yeah. yeah, I'm listening to his story now. Okay. So I, like, I don't yeah. think I ever trained with him. I might have like left before he was okay. there. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's where place. I started. Yeah, I think Dave is the owner now. Yeah, Dave right? Ferreira. 
Um, yeah, I started small there. Small world, man. It's yeah, crazy. It really the is. The jiu-jitsu community is so small. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. weird story, like, off yeah. that small community. I trained in Brazil for a month. Oh, wow. Right? Met this one dude. We couldn't really communicate that well. Um, about six years later, Colleen and I decided to do the London Open. We went to, to, to England to compete in the IBJJF oh, wow. London Open. And I run into this dude who I haven't talked to six years later, until six years later, you know? Yeah. Um, I see him there. You know, last time I saw him was in Brazil. I wow. live in the United States. We go What's to... the chances? Yeah, what so are the bizarre. chances? <laughs> and I'm running in and I'm like, Igor, is that you? And then now he speaks a little more English. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, Igor. <laughs> it was the coolest thing. That is That's jiu-jitsu. The community is so That's small, cool. man. Even I mean, on you know. that same thing, I in London, I competed against this girl. Uh-huh. Uh, ended up losing to her. It was like a really back and forth match. Girl from Poland. She was from Poland. Like she literally was from Poland. I competed against her. How many years later? Like uh, two years later. Two or three years later, that girl walks into pure MMA to come really? train because <laughs> she has family that lives in the area and was no looking way. for yes, was looking for a gym to come train at. And I was like, yeah. I'm like, why does this girl look so familiar? Yeah. And then she was saying the same thing to me. I'm like, I think we compete against each other in London. Like, so yeah. weird. <laughs> you know, just think about how much has to line up for that I to happen. Know. I know. You know, for two people to meet each other at the same yeah. time, same place, think about how much has to line up for that. It's so yeah. bizarre. She like you know? nannies for a family that is in Virginia, but has an aunt that lives in New Jersey wow. and spends the summer with her. Like, so <laughs> weird. Yeah. That's awesome. I know. Did you start out in Hackestown too, or is yours... Uh... No, I'm a... Pure MMA all, all the oh, way. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. From the beginning. <laughs> yeah. You love it. <laughs> yeah, love I it. started training because... So I'm friends with Adrian's sister. I was friends with her like before Adrian and I were ever a thing. And um, she, when she went away to college, her and I kind of lost touch, but she came back from college and we reconnected. And then she started training at Pure with Adrian. And she was like, oh, you have to come try it. Like, Adrian would love to see you, blah, blah, blah. And I tried it, and like my first class, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm never gonna be able to roll live. Like, that's not something I'll ever be able to do. And then I just like, it took me a few months maybe to get into it, but then I just started going, and like almost eight years later, it's like, yeah, love it. Crazy. Yeah, I love it. That's what I love about like the pure, like you said, you, I don't even know how you're gonna roll live. But the pure MMA family, like they do a good job with that, right? Everyone, they go hard. But they'll also respect partners. And I, I see that here a lot, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was so lucky because Pure is unlike any other place. They had, like, already an established girls team. There was, like, five or six girls already there when I joined. And nowhere else has that. Adrian's mm-hmm. like, you have no idea how lucky you were to have girls to train with. Yeah, Nobody yeah. has girls to train with. And um, Quinn, of course, was, like, the first you know, person to try and like drag you in, like keep coming to class, keep coming to class. Wow. And she's the first ever homegrown black belt at pure. And she's a female, you know, wow, and, nice. and Ashley and I are the, would be the next ones two other females, which yeah. is kind okay. of crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that is, is really cool. You really don't know how spoiled you are. Like, well, I'm feeling it now that yeah. we don't have any girls. <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we're in the middle of wrestling country offline. You guys and I were talking about how, you know, we have Blair Academy nearby North Warren wrestling, you know, nearby. Um, and poor Colleen, like, she's so used to the Morris County life, you know. We're in farmer's land. Like, we're yeah. in the middle of Warren this County. Is, this is the other half. Yeah, it is the other half. half. <laughs> People here, like, are strong, you know. Um, and, yeah, like, when we were at our established gym at Pure MMA, full women's program, Colleen was, you know, heading that. She was the head coach for the girls' team. Um, coming here, we're trying to build that up. And we do have, like, a, like a girls-only night. 
but she's having to wrestle these guys. Mm. You guys saw it today. Like yeah. we, there's no easy rounds. Even no. like <laughs> what you would call her easy rounds are like tough dudes. Yeah, Yo, you, you know? guys have a, a bunch of great wrestlers between Justin, Mike, um, Gino, that kid Ryan. Yeah, dude, that if you're going with like good hats off to you because those, <laughs> <Yeah>. are, <laughs> those are ridiculous. Like yeah. that was one. Uh, I was going with Gino and Ryan, who for the audience they're D one, they're collegiate wrestlers. D1 collegiate D one wrestlers, Ryder University. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, and there's complete savages at pure MMA. I've gone with you two. Like, yeah. it, it, no easy rules pure. I've never had that intensity. That was just constant explosiveness. And it's yeah. awesome. Like, it's yeah. crazy. You feel like you're, like, grasping for, like... Yeah, yeah. exactly. Trying well, to, it's crazy. <laughs> what I'm more impressed by, like, typically with... I've, I've rolled with D1 wrestlers before. And you know that's coming. When yeah. you're going with against a D1 wrestler, you know that's coming. What I'm the most impressed about with this area is the people who haven't wrestled. The farmer boy strength that we've experienced <laughs> thus far. I kid you not, I've been starting to lift heavy again. Yeah. You know, I, I gave up on that for a while, but I started lifting again just because I'm like, mm. yo, like I can out technique these guys for so long until they start understanding what jujitsu is. I'm in trouble. I need to start getting in crazy dumb shape. Wow. Like, like, I was I was throwing those get, hay bales. Man. Yeah, right? <laughs> I was trying to get uh, deep half. I've been working deep half lately. Yeah. And I was trying to get it on Gino. And I oh. couldn't move his leg. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't freaking move his leg. Like, it was just ridiculous. I was like, oh, this is a tree trunk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. Kids are yeah. freak. Let me tell you, like, huh. one of the coolest things about, you know, getting somebody who's competed at the highest level that you can. You know, collegiate athlete, D1 is that they understand the the necessity their necessity for a coach. Yeah. You know? And what I love about this kid is the first thing he told me, I remember like day three of him training here is who do you want me to go against next and what do you want me to do? Or something like that. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm the puppet master here and you're gonna you just wanna learn. And I've been telling them, you know, pull guard, play off your back. I know you've been taught to do everything different for the last 20 years, you know, not to do that, not to play off your back, but just do it. And to the point where I'm like, come June 26th, there's, we're all training as a team for this NJBJJF tournament. Um, he's a white belt right now. He won't be a white belt for too long, but like to make it fair, I want him to pull guard in competition. Okay. You know, like don't use your wrestling at all. Tie up, put yourself on your butt. You're pulling guard on everybody. So he's been doing that in training. Um, so can you explain what pull guard means? For so us for those who don't know, rookies over here. Yeah, if you've ever seen a high school wrestling match, uh, whoever gets the first takedown gets two points. In jujitsu, we have the option of avoiding the whole takedown exchange, post it on our opponent, touching them, and then going down to the mat. And no two points are exchanged because I was never taken down. I put myself to my back. Huh. So from a wrestling stance. You're taught to never go to your back. If you get, you know, put in a pin hold on your back, shoulders touching the mat, you know, three seconds, five seconds, ref calls it, boom, one, two, three, pin, whatever, you're done. So for a wrestler, it's like, holy hell, you never go to your back. You turtle up, if anything, you turn your, your, your back away from the mat. Um, whereas jiu-jitsu, when you give up your back, when you put, your, you show your back to your opponent, that's four points for us, you know, and it opens up the choke holds and all that stuff. Um, different sport altogether. Now try to put a wrestler on his back. It's the hardest thing to do. Oh, yeah. Let alone just tame that high level of a wrestler, huh. you know? Um, 
one of my first experiences of this was when I was teaching at a gym in Woodland Park and I, and I came across this young man called Walid Hogan, Iranian <laughs> national team, or no, 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 I'm sorry. Sorry, Walid, if you're listening to this. Uh, Egyptian team, <laughs> Egypt yeah. wrestling, you know, big on throws. Um, He's like a big fan or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Walid? <laughs> What's up, What's going on, man? Cool his name, Walid Hogan. Walid's pretty badass. Hogan is yeah, Hogan, badass, yeah. yeah. But that's his name, you know. Um, huge dude. One of my first experiences, like, of having an Olympic level wrestler, you know, rolling with one of these guys. Um, I was a purple belt at the time, and this guy would just smash. You know what I mean? And you start learning the intricacies of true jujitsu when you go against somebody who knows jujitsu, who's you know, like. Like you, maybe you're a blue belt, purple belt, whatever. You have the same touch and go field. When you get against a crazy horse who's trying to just like murder you, you know what I mean? Um, try to stay on their back. Like, you ever go to a rodeo, see like a bull, like, <laughs> yeah. and a dude uh-huh. is trying to just stay on for 10 seconds? Right. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly the same exact thing. <laughs> so when you coach somebody like that, you have to change your entire criteria. You know what I mean? I know if I go and put that kid on an expert division right now, if I coach him, I can coach him through arm bars and triangles, and all he has to do is get two points. Real quick, Gino, snap the head, get underneath him, take him down, let's ride out the end of the match. And I'll get a lot of gold medals, I'll score a lot of team points, and we'll win a lot of tournaments, and I'll market it for the rest of my life. However, what's that gonna do for his jiu-jitsu? Nothing, you yeah. know? He'll know how to wrestle, how to play on top, and you know, he'll win a lot of tournaments, he'll get to a level where he's at brown, or high level purple, and he'll meet, you know, a barrier where he can no longer pass guard. People are pulling faster than he could take them down. Um, and, and that'll be it. You know what I mean? So early on, the tournament that we're going to do on June 26th, my goal is to make this kid pull guard on everybody. Unless he ends up with another wrestler or something at his level, which is very unlikely. Right. You're not going to meet another D1 wrestler at a local white belt tournament. You know what I mean? And, and choke them all out, you know? And, and that's the goal. And then... If he could do that, you know, he'll compete the boobat level and we'll allow him to use some wrestling um, until it becomes too easy for him and the guard passing is too easy. Hmm. Then going back to guard pulling again and look at the intricacies of jiu-jitsu, learning the leg lock exchanges, looking to score out of bounds, looking to score here and there and, and maybe changing up the rule set that we're competing in. But I've been so blessed as a coach to already have high-level athletes right. and just freak human beings i'm telling you warren county farm boy strength <laughs> it's you know. crazy when you do like coach somebody that's just an athlete like they can just they do what you tell them to they do yeah, they yeah, just, yeah. yeah 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 you're like oh this is so easy like yeah it's even like when you have to teach someone jujitsu that has maybe never done a sport in their life it's like it's very difficult their body awareness is so off like mm-hmm. I feel like when you are coaching somebody that was an athlete before, they know how to use their body. They understand the aggression part of it. That's like a huge thing too, the aggression part of jiu-jitsu. That's the most like, that's the weirdest part to get used to. Mm -hmm. And I feel like with people that have done some sort of like wrestling or any sort of sport really understand that aggression and the intensity and the like, um, I can't even think of the word, but just like yeah. they understand what needs to happen and that there's an end yeah. goal, I guess. Yeah. I love that you're forcing him to work from his, uh, <laughs> like his yeah. weakness spots, yeah. right? Yeah. You're not just letting him go out there. You're, you're, the kiddo's going to be a complete grappler. Yeah. Now, I will tell you, Joe, I told him because he doesn't get to have, you know, at where, where we're at now, we're developing a program, but he doesn't get to have 
all out free rolls often because he's such a freak athlete. I told him, hey, I have this guy Joe coming and he's a pretty good blow, blue belt. So like, oh, you can go with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so no, you uh, felt the full no, that's fine. No, yeah. I, the next he was like, yes. Dude, I, I what, uh, what's you it called? get to kill somebody. Yeah. Dude, no, I mean, yeah, I get to kill somebody. Yeah, he killed me. But you uh, did really good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I was, yeah. I was, he was, his intensity was Unlike I've ever seen before, and, I, and that's what I wanted. I wanted to see that, and yeah. I, I've never felt that. But I will come back and go with that kid all the time. This is yeah. going to sound really crazy. I want to stand up with him because I know it's already yeah. going to happen. But I want to get better at my stand up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that was. It's just like you said when you when you have someone who starts jujitsu who's maybe never done a sport before. You see their body, like their realization, right? <laughs> when you go, I just wrestlers in general. When you feel, especially at the collegiate level. I felt like I was going as a brick, but a brick that could move and a brick that was just like mobile. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. And then forget yeah. it, Ryan at 260. Man, I didn't know it was yeah. 260. That is the slimmest 260 I've ever seen. I was, when he told you his way, I was like, 260. I, I thought he was. Yeah. Look like that right? I thought he was 230 at top. <laughs> Dude, he's 260. Yeah. He, I remember he, he pulled me. He pinned my legs to the ground. No, no shame here. Pinned my legs to the ground, mounted me, got it. And then like, I was like, all right, I'm going to get you off me. Somehow did, but he got into side control, arm triangle, tap, done. Yeah. Like yeah. that was insane. Yeah. yeah, I'll go, I'll go with Gina all the time. Dude, I love, I love it. it. You know, so Ryan, the guy you're talking about, um, for those listening, Ryan is uh, Gino's good friend. They both wrestled at uh, Ryder University together. Um, both, you know, alumni as a Ryder. They, they've graduated. They're both, I think, coaching at the respective Schools now, um, Ryan, I believe, uh, is training somewhere in Ohio. So he's only visiting That's right what now. he said, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gino's, you know, a homegrown kid from Blairstown, you know, wrestled at Ryder. But, uh, but yeah, like when, you, when you're talking about Ryan, that dude is a 265-pound Ken doll. Like, split <laughs> hips, <laughs> that was know, perfect. six foot yeah. six, like, dude, yeah. monster uh, athlete, like, the rules just don't, like, you're taught leverage in jiu-jitsu, that doesn't always work with superhumans, and both these guys are superhumans. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're yeah. nice, too, like, after we're, like, so nice. nice as kids, right? Yeah. They're smashing you, then afterward, you're like, good job, he's like, oh, thanks, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah thanks, so, <laughs> you almost killed me. That's, yeah. like, one of the things that I've noticed, like, you talked about the aggression part, so, like, when you're uh, rolling around, like, you're you're trying to choke this guy out you know you're trying to pin him or whatever and then afterwards just like you said it's just like oh good job man yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that you is. just try killing each other and then now you know not that's killing, why that's why it's, it's so really healthy, cool jujitsu is such a healthy thing for yeah. your mind because you're able to tap into that animalistic yeah. aggression we're trying to it's literally the coolest choke thing each other. ever which i've yeah. never done any of this and then before. hug each other at the end you know yeah. like yeah. yeah yeah i know like i've built the like lifelong friendships in jujitsu people that are literally beating the crap out of you every day. And then you go out for drinks with them afterwards or you like, (laughs) yeah, so many things. The cool thing for me is like, this is my first time here at this gym. Second time doing jujitsu ever. Right. And then everybody here is just so nice and and you roll around, you know, they teach you and, uh, you know, you kind of kick each other's ass a little bit. And then afterwards, you're, you're bullshitting. And it's yeah. almost like you have an instant bond with these people. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, you're just, getting real close. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just thought that was really cool. I will yeah. say, I think there's a little bit of an exception to the rule too specific to this area. I will say, coming into Warren County, you know, I'm a Hispanic male. I don't fit the mold as to everybody who's around <laughs> me. I was a little nervous. Like, we bought a house here. I'm like, I've faced a lot of prejudice in my life. Right. To the point where, like, as a as a teenager, 
I ran home crying a couple times, you know, like I felt racism and it sucks, you know, and coming to Blairstown, you know, I don't know. I've been homegrown Morris County kid for most of my life. I don't know what it's going to be like here. You know, I don't know what Warren County is like too much and what the people are going to be here. Like, I know it's like Farmerville. You have these preconceived notions. You don't know what you're getting into. Um, when I moved here, what I found is people are nice. And almost that Southern hospitality, that Southern charm that you like hear about in movies, I felt that here. And I think our gym has been so blessed with that, that like some of these guys are some of the nicest guys you've ever met. Some of these girls that we meet are some of the nicest human beings mm-hmm. that you've ever met. I'm yeah. so excited to explore I love to that, hear that. You know? Yeah, yeah. That, I'm, I'm happy that everything like, you know, that everyone's nice here but they are like here like yeah. all the all the kids like mike is a character oh i love that he's kid. such a character <laughs> he's, he's great. so great mike he yeah. literally like he was getting his hair cut next uh-huh. door one day and saw that we were in here and came in here and was like i want to join cool. i want to compete i want to do this like yeah. he already had this yeah. list of things in his head that he was yeah. ready to do that yeah. same day adrian's like showing him stuff on the mat like and then he it. came back like the next day and was like ready to go. And he's been here every day since. That's he cool. Had, Love it. Yeah. That kid, Mike. Oh, you know Mike, I, I guess. I know Mike from a bar that I used to work at in Washington, Draft yeah. House. And uh, his girlfriend was a, a waitress there and I was a bartender. And, uh, you know, he would come in and visit his girlfriend, Anna. And, uh, you know, we would just talk back and forth. And then when I walked in today, I'm just like, oh, holy shit. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you. He's you mentioned know? you before. He has yeah, mentioned you before. That's cool. It's such a, you know, like you said, it's such a small world. Yeah. It's really cool. Dude, you guys yeah. are talking. I'm like, how the hell do you know each other? Yeah. You're like, bro, it's yeah. El Prez yeah. right here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Mikey is one of like, the nicest kids he ever. He's so when great. he came in, I remember, so we, I don't think the mats were even down yet. He's deadly, man. Kicked my yeah. ass today. <laughs> well, he was one of those guys. He was literally actually the first person to ever roll on these mats. Okay. <laughs> um, we were putting the mats together that day. He's getting his hair cut. He comes in all like shy and stuff. And, you know, we end up talking to him for like four hours just wow. about life, what he's going through, what we've mm-hmm. gone through. We got to know each other in the matter of four hours. We weren't even expecting to meet each other that day. Uh, yeah. and, he's, and I told him like, well, listen, man, if you want to work, come in tomorrow. The mats yeah. are laid. You'll be the first person to ever roll here. And, uh, and I rolled with him. I choked that kid out. You know, because he told me he was a wrestler, you know, right. so I'm like, okay, he's a North Warren wrestler, Farmer Boyville, like, okay. Um, I must have choked that kid out so many times in a matter of like half an hour, yeah. you know, and he was so gritty. He would tap out, get right back in there, yeah, yeah, and like yeah. I had to, like, he kicked my ass. I'm not going to lie. Like, I had to work for those submissions. I had to, yeah. like, really work, you know, and I was like, this is going to be one of our homegrown killers. I, I knew right it. off the bat, I you know. It. And I told him, like, Monday is our, our soft opening date. Can you come in? I was hoping that, like, you know, he was talking kind of a big game. I was hoping that, like, he could back it up and he would follow up. Come Monday, he was there. Tuesday, he was there. He didn't miss a class for two weeks. Wow. Or maybe three weeks. Yeah. And that's yeah. five so, days a week? Five, uh, yeah, what is it? Four, four days? Four days, yeah. Four days? Because he was coming to the open match. Yeah, 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 yeah. Four gotcha. days a week, you know? And then so... He was actually our first person that we officially gave a strike to because, cool. you know, he's been yeah. so consistent. He's been a staple of the gym. He's been somebody who anytime we get somebody new on the mats, he's helping them out. You oh, know? yeah. He'll be the first person to go right over. Hey, do you want a partner? Like, That's cool. And it's so great. When we have our kids' classes, he's in here. Like, after the classes are done, he's talking to the kids, telling them how great of a job he's done. And I'm like, that right there is a model of, a, of an excellent human yeah. being and what we want to represent as yeah. a school. You know? I love that. 
You know what? He's also somebody like I see the passion in you guys. He's somebody that I see like he's a different person on this mat. Yeah, yeah. You know, which is really cool to see. I guess yeah. I'm good at reading people. Yeah, yeah, say. yeah. And I'm just like, wow. I'm like, you know, he belongs on this mat. You can see that he's yeah. really yeah. enjoying this. So yeah. it's cool. He could turn it on and turn it off. The yeah. animal instinct, yes. and then like turn it off. Yeah. But yeah. and that's the bigger that. picture. You guys are yeah. playing a role here. You know, you guys. This isn't just a gym. It's a lot more than a gym. Yeah. yeah, you know, so that's cool. No, yeah, I, they always a good point you made. A lot of gyms, it's the cultures from the owners and the, mm-hmm. and the coaches, and I mean, that's why everyone here is so cool and chill. Everyone wants to work hard. Yeah, that's one thing I actually wanted to ask you about, because um, there's no really set rule in jujitsu on how you run a class, right? Mm-hmm. There's yeah. no everyone has a different style. What I like about your class, and you did this at Pure too. Every time we would bow, you would say, "Get running." Because yeah. you do a lot of warm-ups, and that's yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. I feel like that like really pushes it. Yeah. Well, what's your What's your reasoning behind? Because a lot of some places won't do warm-ups. Some places do. Yeah. I like it. What's your reasoning behind you do warm-ups for that? So for me personally, and, and I think a lot of people skip warm-ups because typically if you're younger, you're bulletproof, right? Yeah. Um, for me personally, I have been injured at an early age because of that. Okay. You know, I've had multiple injuries. And I feel that if the body isn't at an elevated, um, like heart rate, elevated, you know, just sweat levels in general, if the, if the joints aren't lubricated, you can get injured a lot easier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For me personally, I think a jiu-jitsu class should be anywhere from an hour and 15 minutes to an hour and a half. You know, because of time constraints, if you have a kickboxing class afterwards, yeah. you have to narrow it down to an hour. Um, but you need to have warm-ups. The body, the heart rate needs to get elevated before you can have high-intensity training. You know what I mean? We're essentially doing hit workouts in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Throw in some yoga in there. It's like hit involuntary hit, hit yoga. yoga. <laughs> you know, like I, I don't know how you explain jiu-jitsu to somebody. But how do you, how do you not get injured when your limbs are getting stretched out? If you're if you're not like if yeah. you don't have lubricated limbs, you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm big on omega three. I'm big yeah. on like the HBD hemp oils, all that stuff. Um, like your joints are such a big part of 100%. this of this sport. You know what I mean? Yeah, squat whatever you want, bench whatever you want, but like before anything else, lubricate those joints. I remember this from one of your classes. One what? of your first classes I ever had with <laughs> you. You always said, "Hey guys, you can go to the gym, you can run, you, and that's great." <laughs> But the only way you're gonna get better at jujitsu is by doing jujitsu. <laughs> I remember it. I, I remember that, that dude. It always stuck with me. Yeah. It you is. know, it's so funny because like I, I go to the gym all the time. Every yeah. day, a lot of times, seven days a week, I'm in the gym. It's just my happy place. You know, it's mm-hmm. what I do. I lift weights. I stand in front of a mirror and say, damn, that vein looks good. You know, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. <laughs> right? And uh, I come in here and it's like it's like I'm in kindergarten. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter. You know, it, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much weight you lift. You know, like, yes. Strength plays a part in it, but, um, you know, this is the most humbling thing I've ever done in it's my so life mm-hmm. and the muscles go out the window. I mean, it's, no. you know, it's nothing. It's all yeah. technique. It's all staying calm under pressure. And it's just, it's really cool. I'm excited to get more into it. Yeah. 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 Dude, there's like a certain, and I don't know if you agree with this or, or you, Joe, as well, but like there's a certain level of confidence that you attain once you know that when you walk into a room you could just choke a dude. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like, yeah, your muscles are big and strong, but like, if you and I went at it, I could break your ankles. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And like, there's a certain level of like, there's a beast inside of me that I can tame, you know? Especially like, you know, I'm somebody, and, and I'm speaking solely for myself, but like, 
I struggled, I have struggled in my life with my own mental health and stuff. And when you have people who naturally, like I worked in construction for a little bit, who naturally want to put this bravado of like, right. I'm this big macho roided up male, you know what I mean? You can see right through it because you rolled with a shitload of people like that in your life, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, that's the beauty of jujitsu. It humbles you, like to the point where you can see the, the real side of people. Like, I, I think you kind of are empathetic to that, Donnie, and I'm sure you are too, Joe. But like a big part of that is just coming across human beings and being on the jujitsu mats lets you like get different feels on people in general that you yeah. wouldn't day to day. That's true. And, and you know what I've experienced in jujitsu too? Not that before I wasn't look going out to the bars and looking to fight anyone. Yeah, yeah. But I am 100% more confident now. Yeah. But doing jujitsu and seeing that if I were to to tap and no one respected the tap essentially i could you know that's it for me yeah you know now not to mess with anyone when yeah you go out so it gives yeah. you like another level of respect mm -hmm. like, yeah. yeah you don't want to do it when you're getting smashed and stuff so Hell yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree it, it gives a whole nother level of confidence it's a challenge it, every day at one week i'm like oh yeah i'm starting to get it the next week yeah. i don't know where the hell it went <laughs> like yeah, have yeah. i ever done jujitsu before <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how i felt today we're going with um the, yeah yeah Gino i was like dude have i been training for two and a half years yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's humbling yeah, you say, it really is don i want to give you a shout out i on one of the roles i had a chance to look over at you just i wanted to see what you were doing because in for those of you who don't know um, usually your first class, second class, when you start to go live, you really only know a move, a move or two. Yeah. So you're just survival. Yeah. I saw you putting like your leg, like you were putting leg over. I was like, dude, is he going for like, he's about to go like bar down, belly down, our bar. I'm like, this kid's going to be a natural. Whatever I was doing, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. I was just flailing around. So yeah. let me protect my neck. I don't yeah. want to get choked yeah. out. Yeah, I love it. So I appreciate that. I don't know what I did, but no. I can't do it again. But uh, Dude, I love that you rule today because... Literally today we had no easy rules on the mat. No, no. no there was like none. literally no easy rules. Like it didn't feel easy. No, like we had two D one wrestlers, one D three wrestler who's compete or was supposed to be competing for a world team trials title to get in the world team. You know, one twenty five. I think you actually rolled with him. Yeah, Justin. Justin you know I mean? Yeah, like, he was the first. Like one there I was no with. easy rounds today, and you got in there and mixed it up with them, man. Like no <laughs> human being out there today can say that they just rolled with all well, those guys. You know. You know what? It comes down to your mindset, yeah. and uh, it comes down to believing in yourself. And I come in here and I'm like, okay, these guys know what the hell they're doing. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I could choose to be timid and to be not confident, or I could say, you know what, I'm gonna. I'm going to roll with this, see what I can do. Yeah. And whatever happens, happens. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah, what I did. But, I love it. Yeah, but like what's um, you, to what you said too, like hell yeah. I was impressed by this guy. You know? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Well, hell yeah. I'm like, I'm, it takes a it. shitload of grit. It does. Do yeah. What, what it I does. have noticed now that I need to work on is my mobility and stretching. Yeah. My hips are the tightest. Hips so, are everything. Hips yeah. are so tight. Legs are tight. I mean, my legs need a lot of work strength wise you know but yeah. this has really taught me like wow you need to stretch you need to do yoga you need to you know do mobility because that's yeah. gonna what's gonna really help you yeah so yeah. Uh, you know one thing i that i know you're gonna do well when you stick with this is the fact that you want to come back right a lot yeah. of people when they get their ass handed to them the first day they just leave some people will leave yeah, like, yeah. you have to have two people you have one there's no middle it's either screw that i just got destroyed right like like you when you got uh choked out by that, that yeah. small woman right most people most guys would be like oh 
trick this. Yeah. No, no, I was lucky. And then you leave. No, you were like, no, 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 this is now what I want. Yeah. I, you, you're saying, yo, you just got, you were like, dude, I don't know what was going on, but yeah. you keep coming back, man. Everything's going to start to make sense. Yeah. Well, it fires me up because I'm somebody who I, I like to improve on anything. Mm. So now I'm fired up because yeah. this is, I'm on the ground floor and I'm like, okay, I'm a day one rookie. But I know if I put in the work for six months, holy shit, that seventh month, wow, I'm going to remember day one and yeah. be able to physically, tangibly be like, holy shit, I came so far. Hell yeah. And I, yeah. I, I use that in all aspects of my life. You know, day one, I'm starting my detailing business. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but two months in, I know a little bit more. And then when I'm seven months in, I'm going to look back on day one and be like, holy shit, I came so far. Yeah. yeah. So it just fires me up. I love, yeah. I love yeah. the, I love the, the journey. I really do love the journey of growth. Yeah. And, uh, oh, then you're going to love jujitsu. Oh, yeah. I'm loving it's it infinite. so far. So. There, you can never stop learning. Yeah. It's incredible. Like we literally, it, it's, it's kind of crazy. Like we'll be here every night and then on the weekends we're watching jujitsu videos. We're watching that. tournaments. Like yeah. we'll spend all Saturday. Like if we know that there's a big IBJJF tournament uh-huh. going on, we're watching it like all for today. Yeah. And yeah. even people that are really into jujitsu, like, are like, what do you like? They <laughs> yeah. don't even care. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they literally That's don't cool. even care. Like, even if you ask like Mikey and Andy, like they definitely do not watch uh-huh. like the tournaments that we're watching, and we're so invested. <laughs> we know all these people's come ups. We know like yeah. they just won this tournament. Now they're competing in. We this. follow them on Instagram. They, they, <laughs> they went up a weight class. Can you believe it? Like uh, the things we like care yeah. about. It's That's so weird. bizarre. You're true students of the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I think so much of it, like, it's just like. Because she's so into it and I'm so into it, like you'll find these little like divots in your training where you're like, all right, I'm falling out of love with it. And then you fall back into it or like something cool happens and you fall back into it. You get a new stripe, a new belt and you fall back into it. You tap in and out. Having somebody who you're dating, I'm married to her now, you know, who's just as into it as you are. Holy shit. I mean, I got to tell you, like. You know, most people Netflix and chill. We've had this little like saying. Jiu-jitsu and chill. No, Netflix, and, roll. Netflix, Netflix and, and drill. drill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, had it. We have the five by ten mats. Before we uh, had like a gym, we would like watch yeah. Netflix and be drilling. That's awesome. Yeah. Wait, this is the yeah. freaking awesome. This yeah, is yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Little five by ten mats. That yeah, have yeah. Five like by this. ten mats. You know I, mean? I love this Netflix and drill. Netflix and drill. Oh my god. Uh, and then like it's cool. Like what that's ACC a shirt right there. Is yeah. yeah, that is. Yeah. Somebody copyright TM. Was like that's yeah. how you know but yeah like like that or when the tournaments are up like her and i are literally like waging who's gonna win this yeah. and that we're so watching invested. it we're so invested you know we're getting <laughs> our drinks we're buying pizza just to watch these jiu-jitsu tournaments when the normal person is like who cares it's just jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. you know what i mean we're following everybody we're looking at them we want to know what's going on in the game we want to know how we can implement what they're doing in our gym mm-hmm. how do we that. become better than those people you know what i mean we the flow grappling has a whole documentary se- series on a lot of the up-and-comers we follow that we pay the monthly subscriptions you know yeah i'm so lucky that like that i have colleen to be just as into it as I am. Yeah. Or else I'd feel like a nerd. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It makes a big difference. No, yeah. that, that's awesome. I remember Kevon uh, told me, he's like, if you're not watching, it's like, 
you have to watch jujitsu yeah. mm-hmm. to learn. He's like, imagine if you were a big basketball fan and you loved to play basketball, but you never watched the NBA. Yeah, How would bizarre. you know to do? Yeah. Do, you, do you learn a lot from when you're watching? Hell, hell yeah. But like, like even when they're going full speed, are yeah. you able to? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I need to start doing this and, more. And that's you need the to get beauty. a flow grappling. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. the beauty of modern <laughs> technology too. I can pause and rewind and watch a world champion hit that move 10 million times. You know what I mean? Mikey Musumeci is one of my favorite people to watch right now. Mm-hmm. You know, he was always known in the gi for being a great, great guard player. But when you watch him in Nogi, like, I am so enamored by his guard passing. Tiny little 120, 135 pounder, whatever. Um, but he passes guard like butter. He heel hooks people. He calls it the Mikey lock now where instead of heel hooking people traditionally with the arm and grabs the heel, he puts it on what he calls his neck pit. He gets a toes puts it on his neck pit, and then laces his leg with his arm and hips through. You know, he's innovating a game That's before savage. your very eyes. Mm-hmm. And it's literally like watching Picasso, you know, paint. Huh. And people, I don't know if people could appreciate it for what it is. But you're, this kid, I know that some people call it like, you know, the Megala lock. People are like saying that, no, that's been done for years. But he's innovating a move that wasn't popularized for so long. And there's so many people doing shit like that. Gi, no gi, MMA. Um, that's what I love about jiu-jitsu, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's ever-growing. Then the new school becomes the old school. Oh, that's what's the, been the coolest part since we've been so... Or even just for me, like in the short time I've been doing jiu-jitsu in the grand scheme of things, like you see people come up through the ranks. like Yeah. And you see them like evolve and change. Like a girl, maybe she's a blue belt and she's like killing it. You know, they're... There's even girls that I've not necessarily competed against, but competed on the same mats as them. And you see them as a blue belt killing it. And now they're black belts winning world champions. And you get to watch them like go through that whole journey. And it's like incredible. I was going to say, so that's one of the, another cool thing about jujitsu is like, you would never say, Hey, let me play one-on-one with Michael Jordan, but you can go to Ryan Hall's gym and go train and roll with, with Ryan Hall. You can go to Marcelo Garcia's gym, the GOAT, the greatest of all time, uh-huh. go to his gym, play mat feet, and roll with him, or learn from him at the very least. Wow. There's no other sport like that. Or even That's just compete true. in a tournament. Like, I guess one of his guys. If Adrian could go into a tournament and roll against one of the best in the world, yeah, yeah maybe to get his ass kicked, but yeah, like you literally can't do that in any other sport. Huh. Yeah. Wait, wait, so you went up against one of the best in the no, world? No, I'm saying it could. Oh, good. Oh, <laughs> I was trying, say. Now that you got me thinking who the toughest guy I've ever rolled against was, I don't know. Joe McGone. Yeah. Joe McGone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, best yeah. in the world at getting freaking mounted by this kid over here. Yeah, your your yeah. jiu-jitsu is like, it's very killer, but it's also just so methodic too. Oh, so it's so like, while, while you're getting, yeah, no problem. While you're getting like, while I'm getting killed, I'm like, oh, wow, it's so calm. Yeah. But I'm just, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. yeah that right there yeah. is what I learned today yeah. is I had a, uh, DJ on top of me. <laughs> DJ. And I mean, he's a pretty big dude, right? Yeah. You know? And I had to stay calm. He's like on top of me, right? My yeah. face is covered, but I'm like, I'm not tapping yet. And I'm kind of protecting, uh, you know, my face or whatever. And in that moment, you know, he's not really moving that much. What jujitsu is already kind of teaching me is staying calm under pressure. Oh, yeah. that's a big thing. Because yeah. you're learning like, to oh, breathe. And, and, and you, yeah, you breathe. You kind of, you're, you, Go into your thoughts. I'm sure you guys could, uh, I don't really know how to explain it, but you kind of like go into your thoughts and like go yeah. to a different place and you're like, all right, what can I do right now? Like, yeah. Let me think about this. 
it's not like this like really fast like balls to the wall thing the whole yeah. time. No, 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 no. And it's like you kind of just it's very methodical. Like you got to figure out like okay, yeah. let me put my leg here. I don't know. It's, pretty it's cool. funny you say that. I used to get sponsored by this one guy, um, Chris Noto. Amazing dude, amazing human being. If you ever uh, want a chance to like listen to some sports psychology, look up Head Sharp, and that's his company. Okay. I was one of his guinea pigs, where you know he would give you these like mental cues or whatever. Yeah. I was working with him when it was just a PDF like file. Now it's a whole huh. app, Head Sharp yeah. app. You could pay the premium, and there's a bunch of sports psychology cues and you know one on ones you could do with him. But I was his one of his guinea pigs starting up, and one thing he would teach you is to obsess and brainwash yourself that you can outwork anybody. So one of the drills he had me doing is when you're shopping at the supermarket, when you're walking your dog, passing whether somebody is a grandma, six foot two basketball player, somebody your height, man, woman, dog, whatever it is, when you pass them, you tell yourself in your head or you even say it out loud if you can, I can outwork you. You pass them, I can outwork you. Whoever's in front of you, you're at the cashier line, I can outwork you. (laughs) And you repeat that in your head over and over again throughout your day. You start brainwashing yourself that you can outwork anybody. You may not be as strong, as fast, or as smart as anybody out there, but you can outwork anybody. And nobody will ever be better at you than working hard. You know what I mean? I love that. Um, That's awesome. That's gold. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Right. Mindset, man. Mindset's everything. Everything, because you're like almost tricking your brain and your mind to believing that. Don't you uh, today? Didn't you have a rash guy that says you can't teach heart or something? Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to read it. What is? Yeah. Yeah. You can't teach teach heart. heart. It's like the same thing. You can't (laughs) teach the heart to outwork someone. Like yeah. You just need to do it. Well, I guess you can now. Yeah. I'm gonna start doing that, dude. I'm gonna walk by everyone. Say it out loud. I can outwork you. They're gonna be like. I will, I will, and I'll even yeah. say during Roly when I have like a hard like you were saying with DJ. DJ is yeah. one of our beasts here. Who like yeah. nicest looking guy, Teddy Bear human human being, like nicest guy. Mm. No, like on the taller side, like built out, whatever, big dude. But like he's one of those guys who's picking up jujitsu like butter, scary like, fast. Oh, he put me in a, in a leg lock or whatever. Like his legs around my neck. Yeah. I'm just like okay, up top. <laughs> I'm like, holy, this is a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah. And he's like somebody <laughs> who would never expect that, you know no. what I mean, at all. Yeah. But like, yeah, when, when I'm going against somebody like that, I will literally say that. Now, mind you, I say all that. When you roll against Mikey Main, yeah. the rules never apply. No. I can say I can outwork you, and that kid, like, <laughs> Mikey is just a superhuman oh, mixed with technique, Bro. you know what I mean? And I'm so blessed to, like, be able to learn from those guys. Like, yeah. You say that the jiu-jitsu that I do is methodical. It's all because of the main bros, you know. Mm-hmm. Mikey and yeah. Andy are next level instructors, and yeah, those guys like you can't suck by coming out of pure MMA. Like, no, you're just, no, you can't. You know, yeah, definitely not. Yeah, no, they're 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 for always a tough role. Um, I've rolled more with Mikey than Andy, but I, I don't know how many times I've tried. When I did roll with Andy, I tried shooting on him like like a single leg, <laughs> double leg. How many times I almost got caught in a guillotine? Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like it's like it's like all right, dude, you got to do something else now. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, yeah, no, they're 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 beasts. Uh, everyone there, man, damn, there was a solid lineup there. Even when you were there, yeah. Mikey, Andy, uh, what is it, Campisi, Kevon, Rob, Alex, you and Ashley on the women's side mm, too. Yeah, like that, yeah, that's a solid lineup. Oh yeah. yeah, dude, there was a time when we had like all those and more. I remember, man. It's crazy. There's like a good quote. I don't know if you guys watch The Office, but um, no, yeah. Andy, Andy, you watch The Office, yeah, yeah. yeah. Andy says, "You never know that you're living." Or I wish somebody told you you're living in the good old days 
while you're still in them, you know? And I remember something like that. He says it in one of the last like you're butchering seasons. butchering it a little. I'm butchering it a little shitload. Like, I wish, I wish we knew. I can't that, remember it. I, <laughs> I wish there was ever, a way to know you were in the good old days. Before you leave them. Something like that. Yeah, whatever. whatever. But I remember, like, <laughs> if you look at some of the some of the pictures from back in the day, Pure 1.0, man, I was, when I was in my prime, like, when I was a purple belt, I was competing every weekend, essentially. Mm-hmm. You know, Mikey was competing at a high-level brown belt. You know, um... Andy was like fighting, you know, at CFFC, eventually got into Pancrase. And then mm. we had guys like Ari competing at Bluebell actively almost every other. Yeah. So like we literally had a murderer's row of people, you know, you know, from that program, the original Pure, you know, I think we've had at least three people open a school. So Craig opened a school, one of our old training buddies, Dave Ross, ended up opening a school. You know, now I opened a school, I think in the future. Kivon wasn't necessarily one of the people in Inception. He was probably more in the, like, the pure 3.0 phase, you know, when we moved to the dual warehouse or whatever. Um, but, like, I know that's down the line for him as well. One of our, one of, you know, Andy and Mikey's black belts, Brian Talley, trains with Craig and, and runs the program there with him. Antoine Delanoy, he runs the program over at Toro as well. Um, is, am I missing somebody? I don't know, but Probably. that There's that so was a whole murderer's like... row. Like, dude, we were like when you rolled back then, it was there was it was like kind of like today, like no easy round, you know? Yeah, I remember. Um, I don't think I knew them, but didn't they train like Andy and Mikey? Didn't they train under? Was it Jamie? No, they trained under Yanni, and Yanni, Yanni trained under Jamie Cruz, right? Yeah, because I remember. When I was 17 and back in 2010, I did jujitsu for two months. And I, right now, just thinking about it, punching myself why I did yeah. not mm-hmm. stick with it. But that is whatever. Um, but I remember I would train under Jamie and it was just like, dude, this is just intense. Like everyone there. I may have like seen Mike and Andy and Joe and not known. Christina was a purple belt at the time. Yeah, oh, shit. she's Dude. badass. Yeah, she is. <laughs> was she was she uh, black belt before Quinn or after Quinn? Before, but before, uh, yeah. different... Like different trends of the yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but like to what you're saying, like there was just no easy freaking role, and there's no easy roles like now. But like yeah, yeah. there there was just straight savagery, and mm-hmm. it was just like holy crap, this is insane. Well, I, I've always wanted to ask you, how did you end up getting? In, was it was it uh? It was Paul, Paul, Mutis? It was Paul Mutis. So actually, the reason why that I got into jujitsu was I was sitting on the couch one day and I was not happy with. It, you brought it up before confidence, right? Yeah. And I was just like, okay, I'm a confident dude, but when it comes to fighting, I really can talk a good game <laughs> and not like a shit talk. Like I could talk myself out of a situation. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll try to be like red in the face, but that's not going to do anything. I need to learn. Like, this is it. I just need to learn how to defend myself. And mm-hmm. I called Paul because Paul was like, he's planting the seed. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I dude, I, I want to come. I want to train. And he's like, good. Next week, Sunday, let's start. And I was like, perfect. And that's why, like, when I train jujitsu, I love the sport aspect of it. Mm. I love the like the fun, yeah. like the 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 methodical, the technique. It's all important. But I will always start standing from the feet because. I want to, like, I approach this as if I'm in the street, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And yeah. some dude comes up to me, like, I'm not pulling guard, right? I'm trying to 
hit a, a single, hit a double. I don't know, get back, you know, come to the back, get a Russian tie, something weird, right? Yeah. Um, and that's how I approached it. But now that I'm actually like getting to know jujitsu, I'm starting to stray away from like the the bull rush. Yeah. The, yeah. Everything. Uh, Campisi makes a joke. Uh, when I first started doing privates with him, I would always shake because I'm trying to do all the moves. He it's would call so it. Hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about it this morning. I had a private Someone in our one of our classes does the same thing, and yeah, I always we think have a whole bunch of like, they're like yeah. 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 dude it's like it's like and, and i'll try to tell people like i don't try to coach people at his because i'm on a blue belt right now i i try to coach them on stuff that i know i can coach them on so if i see someone like like going crazy or breathing heavily i'd be like hey dude like Breathe. Just take deep breaths, right? Stuff yeah. that I know I can do. But it is funny when you're a white belt. You're just like this and you're spazzy, right? And then like you, when you're a white belt, you're like, no, no, that's not me. And then when you're a blue belt, you're like, oh, that was definitely yeah, me. Was yeah, 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 I was yeah. like a spazzy for sure. <laughs> I remember sometimes jams. I don't know, Ashley, if you're listening. But so sometimes I would like be standing, like stand-up game with like Steven, who's another blue belt at Pure. He's like a wrestler. So tough. And then, like, I would try to be very cognizant of who was around me. And sometimes I would look at Ashley. Ashley's just looking up, like, you two really fucking doing this right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. And I'm like, damn, all right, I got to chill out. <laughs> like, um, when you were talking about the whole, like, um, learning how to, like, defend yourself thing. And you had mentioned about the confidence thing, too. Sometimes when I'm rolling also, like, you get in your head and, like, someone's like ton of heavy pressure on top of you and you're just, you almost just want to give up. And sometimes I'll literally have to tell myself in my head, if some dude just attacked me on the street and this was really happening to me, would I just like give up? And sometimes you'll have to like mentally check into that space and be like, get the fuck off me. And like, really like you almost have to like think like that sometimes because it is like a fight or flight mode that you have to go into. Like if, it gets that point where there's all this pressure on you, you almost can't even breathe. The gi is in your face. Someone's like smushing you and you're like, Oh my God, like you, you just want to tap just even from like the overall pressure of it all. 100%. And you're like, I never, I never, I agree with you completely, especially what you said with like someone's mounting you in the key pressure. I didn't tell anyone this. Well, maybe I told Mikey once, but there was this time and I didn't know what it was, but when someone would mount me, I would start to get a panic attack and I would yeah. control it, but I would, I would like start to like fight or flight. I would start fighting back and then I would get arm barred. And I started telling myself, why I didn't, I, to this day, I don't know why I was getting panic attacks and mount. Yeah. But now I'm better. It's a very common thing. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've heard a lot of stories of people like yeah. that will have that happen. Like it's just because it feels like a real life situation. Like your mind is like, holy crap, I'm getting literally attacked right now. Yeah. And you're like, your body is just like, oh my God, I have to do something. It's, but yeah. that's when that technique eventually starts to kick in. And you're like, oh, when this, if this actually happens to me on the street, my technique would kick in. Oh, you know? hell yeah. You yeah. would be able to... Uh, I know. I wish I could have someone set up an attack on me so I could just, like, see, like... What, yeah. you know, right. No one actually do that to me, but, like, just so I could see, like, could I really, That like, would be kind of funny if we have, like, Donnie <laughs> yeah. attacking. Yeah, Donnie exactly. attacking. Some guy comes key, out of the bushes. Key. Yeah, yeah you're, you're the super here. Partner, and Don just shows it's up. Happening. It's hey, happening. Hey, give me... Give that would be ideal if someone in a gi attacked Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Like, what would people around think? Like, some dude in a gi just attacking some like woman you know in the street you'd be like what the fuck is going on <laughs> probably get shot I don't know you know, what they say? You, know, you know what the street gear is in my opinion the peacoat 
Yo, the peak coat. The peak coat. Every time I see someone in a peak coat, I just want to fucking come up and grab that. Oh, damn. You're going to get a peak coat now. Oh, I have a peak coat. You have one? I used to show up to class after work when I used to work in the county. I used to show up in a peak coat. I love it. And everyone would be like, dude, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, nah, it's just my gi. That would be ideal for choking someone. That pressure thing is funny, though, because, like, you know, like, when you're rolling, obviously you're in a closed facility like you know you're not really in danger because you could just tap it anytime yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you know you're not in danger but yet yeah, your yes, mind so still plays with you you know of like that pressure and i don't mm-hmm. know bro so like i so yes but you also have to listen to your body because so i don't know if you guys know but i tore my hamstring full tear wow like fully torn off um i had to get get it surgically removed get a graft and all that stuff Oof. Um, and it was my fault for sure. You know, I think I was cutting weight. I wanted to like make my black belt debut and I was going to go to local Naga. I wasn't training really much at the time. You know, I like was working full time overtime hours and I was like, you know what? Screw it. Tournament in two weeks. Let me run three miles every day for the next three weeks and catch up. Let me play catch up. It's like a lesson for life. You should never play catch. You should be ready. Never get ready. You know, but, um, or stay ready. Never get ready. And like, you know, I'm running my Thursday night class, the beginner's class. This is like right before COVID. And we get, you know, typically you find that when there's big people in a classroom, outside of like little schools like like mine, but like when you have the big schools like we have at Pure, people may sometimes avoid those big people. You know what I mean? And it's just because they don't want to get hurt or like a fear. They have a lot of choices, whatever. So I had a new student in my class. He must have been like a 300 pound dude, like big guy. And uh, nobody wanted to roll with him. And I was like, you know, I missed the day of training the day before because I was sick or something. I don't know what it was. And I was cutting weight for this tournament. So I'm like, all right, hey, man, come on, let's roll, whatever. I put him in, in spider guard, which is like you put your foot on your opponent's bicep. Um, you have full control of both of their sleeves. Like you're a puppet anyway. Yeah, they're essentially <laughs> a puppet. Okay. Um, but because I was cutting weight. I wasn't training the right way. I was catching up. You know, I, I didn't drink any water, didn't eat any food, didn't take my omega-3 that day. You know, never, I was teaching class that day. I wasn't getting full training. I wasn't, you know, my joints weren't lubricated. The dude's, like, body just fell on my leg and my leg snapped. I'm oh. laying on my back and I literally see my foot just, like, give out and slap the mat. Oh, God. Literally, oh. my body bent in half. Oh, I hate and that. And I hear, I hear, <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Um, oh. I heard it, and then about three seconds later, I started feeling excruciating pain. Oh. You know, I didn't feel it right away, but after the shock was over, like I I started feeling this jolt of pain altogether. And dude, like I didn't have insurance at the time, so end of finishing class or whatever, I couldn't but walk that night. You finished the role still. Well, I finished the role because like, <laughs> wait a second, hold on, time out, hold on a second. <laughs> You finished the roll. Well, Hamstring is off your body. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, he had, this guy's like, wait, are you all right? No, yeah, let's keep going. So I actually right then and there tapped, you know, like after three seconds of like feeling it, I'm like, oh my God, did I break my knee? I thought I broke my knee and I didn't feel it because I heard a loud like tear. I heard, yeah, like a crack. I kid you not. Like, you know, oh, I heard it like, and shit. again, I'm folded in half. My back's to the mat. The next thing you see, my left side, you see your foot just like snap. And I like, I'm looking at it and then his weight is just on top of it. Oh. And then it gives out. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh. three seconds later, oh my God, it sucks. 
I tap and I and I he was brand new. I don't think he knew what tapping meant, so he kept going. Oh fuck! And then I'm like, oh, oh screw yeah. it. He wants to keep going. Like, <laughs> if this was a street, this is literally what I told myself. If this is a street and my and my leg just broke and I broke my knee, I would have to keep fighting. Let's do what we can and survive this. I you fucking know? love that mentality. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on a second. I mean, it's I'm not like, sitting here shocking and stop going, but, but no. All kidding aside, though, I'm like sitting here thinking, like, holy shit, you kept going, but that's yeah. actually a great mentality. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, you know, and, and like originally I was gonna be a little bitch and tap out and get, and I did. I tapped well, out. Well, the bitch, no. you just tore your whole way down. I was like, you're a little bitch. Yeah, no, but like, like. I think the, the realistic thing I could have told myself was like, okay, um, this shit just sucks, but like finishes up because if, again, like I said, if this was in the street, like you're, you're never going to have an opportunity like this. At, at that moment, I actually thought my knee broke. I thought that like my knee hyperextended past, you know, like, here flexion. Goes my jiu-jitsu career. You know, I might as well finish this last Yeah. Role. <laughs> well, no, I was thinking, I was thinking like if this was, if we were in a New York City subway, somebody was crazy and wanted to like jump me right now, like and broke my knee with a baseball bat, like you have to finish his role, you know? Yeah. He somehow ended up in side control and I was like, okay, survive, survive. And then I'm like trying to build my guard, square back up with him and I noticed that I don't have like much movement in my leg, you know? So I'm like, okay, I'm one-legged right now. What can you do? You're never gonna have this again in your life. You're never purposely gonna do this again in your life. Train, you know, like feel this out, whatever. So I finished that role. Oh shit! And fuck, man. And, and that's like a free freak accident. That never happens, you know. That's yeah, something yeah, yeah. where it's I a did it to freak myself. Accident, yeah. I wasn't training, and then I was like, okay, I'm gonna compete in this tournament, and I'm gonna cut weight, and I did it stupidly, you know. Never do that. But like, then we went out ah, for drinks yeah. after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, then I got drunk, and ciders helped me. I think we had Strongbow that night, actually. Right. Strongbow. Yeah. This is good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my god! But dude. since he didn't have health insurance, he walked around on that for like three months. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. And then when it was he, hanging off, it was it, it like it detached from like his butt and rolled down. Yeah. Have I ever show you my scar? It goes from like right about there. Oh, all the way yeah. Holy. Yeah. All right, we gotta move on from this conversation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate all this shit. Sorry. <laughs> I thought it makes me feel like, like all no, not queasy. I just I hate the whole. Injury. It'll never Injury happen. Stuff. Don't worry. It'll yeah, no, never happen to you if you're healthy. No, you don't do what I did. Don't cut yeah. weight last minute. You know, I would literally started running three miles every day. It's crazy, man. Like going from not from training two days a week, <laughs> recreational training, and then training every day and running every day. This dude still you know? does spider guard on big dudes trying to like. Yeah, I see that. Like, I'm like, like, what? That shit still works. Doing that? <laughs> it still works. It still works. <laughs> But it's probably, the probably reason why you're doing that is like you said, it's like tack your demons, right? Like yeah, yeah. Again, yeah, yeah. So much of that was kind of like yeah. PTSD. I would sometimes like play spider and mm-hmm. then be like, oh my God, I'm going to tear again. Like, you know. Yeah, I believe it. You know what I mean? But yeah. yeah. Shit. That's actually how I started my, my YouTube vlog. Because I originally bought all this like, I'm kind of like you where uh-huh. if I'm going to do something, I go balls in. Like I just go everything yeah, go right I love in. That. Yeah. So like I bought... This this uh, equipment, you know, I think like a sixteen hundred dollar camera with the content creation kit, you know, found it on Amazon. Um, Colleen yelled at me, and I was like, "Whatever, let her like yell at me. I'm gonna buy I it." it was, I thought her. that was nine hundred dollars. Oh yeah, I told her it was nine hundred dollars. Uh, yeah. It was actually sixteen hundred dollars. Yeah, I also got the warranty for two like small payments of nine hundred. So like, you know, whatever. I, I Amazon PayPal'd it, whatever the hell it was, and um, I get all this, and then about two weeks later, you know, I tear my hamstring. And I was like, okay, well, we just bought expensive equipment. I can't walk. What do I do now? 
So I'm like, well, because just... what was your original plan with the? Oh yeah, yeah. My original plan was to go to different, you know, jujitsu gyms and MMA gyms, interview the the instructors. Okay. Get yeah. cool videography. Now the TikToks the thing. Get cool TikToks going. You know, essentially what my buddy, what, what Kevon's doing now, kind of. Yeah. Except I was gonna do like a YouTube series about yeah. it. You know. Um, I said do all that. There's a cool like document or a cool like series out there, Glover's Travels. Okay. And that was my that was my um, you know, the muse that kind of like planted the seed years ago. Um so I was gonna do that, fucking tore tore my hamstring. So I knew I couldn't do that. So instead my buddies and I ended up getting drunk on Facebook Live, <laughs> Instagram Live. I fucking love it. You know, and then Have we started doing this thing. If you ever look at the originals, I gotta check the originals. Really cringy. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. so cringy. We're talking about like Oh, he said beaver. Oh, and we're like laughing because like Woodchuck's love was a beaver or whatever. And I don't know. It was like, it was a funny whole thing. You know, whatever. I like could not handle it. I'm just sitting in the corner like, this is what's happening right now. Like they're just like on Facebook Live, like recording themselves drinking, saying stupid things. <laughs> and it ended up taking off, man. Like we ended up reaching out to people. We would, we were lucky. So our whole thing is we're the three guys and cider. You know, that's our YouTube, Three Guys Insider, Instagram, Three Guys Insider. And like, we're lucky that it was three of us because we decided to take the whole social media game by storm. I had my buddy, Pat, who's like notorious for just being tedious at things. Like you tell him one thing to do, he'll do it nonstop. So I said, Pat, go to all the like famous cideries out there on Instagram and like all their pictures. And anybody who likes their pictures, like their pictures too. You know, so he did that, yeah. and I said, "All right, you get the the like two a.m. to four a.m. shift. I'll do the seven a.m. to nine a.m. <laughs> shift, and then my buddy AJ, you do that, and then rinse and repeat. Yeah. And in the in the process of like you know a week, we'll have a shitload of followers on Instagram. He ended up doing that. We all ended up doing that, and um, before you know it, we had our first one thousand followers That's on awesome. Instagram. You know, and then awesome. once we had the thousand followers on Instagram, once we started making this YouTube series, you know, we would." send a hundred of them the link you know we would yeah. rinse and repeat keep doing that you know over the process of months or whatever Smart. and then you know we grew our, our our youtube to like 700 you know subscribers hell yeah whatever um that. and it grew to the point where like we were so now what we do we took my original concept of going to the martial arts gyms interviewing the instructors and we changed it to let's go to these cideries these breweries the wineries and interview the the brewers and the cider makers um it became a whole thing where like at one point we even got invited to to go to this festival called the cider feast where there was food and cider and like they needed a dj last minute and they had his dj <laughs> i've never DJed oh, yeah. before. yeah it <laughs> was like cool we have a whole episode on it that's funny yeah <laughs> that's really funny but it became a whole thing you know like it went from you asking people hey can we come film to people like Hey, can you guys come film? Yeah, at our place? Yeah. which is yeah. like cool. crazy. Yeah, That's like awesome. we heard about you guys. We really want you to That's come awesome. out. Like, yeah. and I mean, like they would get free cider. They'd get exposure. Yeah. Like, and you should see how many ciders we have at our house. Like, we get. I believe it. That's why I'm so mad. I couldn't even, get you some of the I know, craft like stuff. they're not even putting content out right now, and we just got a package like last week of like, That's hey, cool. we just got new stuff out. We'd love for you guys <laughs> to try it. We're like, yeah. What? That's fucking awesome. We get like. Huge boxes. This one like a month ago, these people sent us like thirty different ciders, like in a mm. bot, like all different flavors. It's like crazy. Yeah, <laughs> how did you end up get, originally getting into drinking cider? You just 
Honestly, you and your just I like... had no idea what cider was for the longest time. We yeah. went to England to compete at the London Open. That was okay. my first taste of it. I liked it. She remembered what it was. And then, I don't know. Literally. I had drank cider before. My mom actually swears that she's the one that got you into drinking cider. Yeah. But he just never <laughs> liked beer. Yeah. He just doesn't like beer. So, okay. like... Besides hard liquor, like, what else can you just, like, drink casually, you know? So, like, yeah. drinking hard liquor casually is kind of strange, right? Like, it's not yeah. like, yeah. you're not going to a barbecue and, like, downing, like, <laughs> hard yeah. liquor. Yeah. So, like, cider is probably the next easiest thing, yeah. and it tastes good. Makes and there's, like, tons of cool flavors. Like, there's so much out there. This is the one that when you have is black cherry, right? This is That's black so cherry, delicious. yeah. This is so yeah. good. But we've tried, like, crazy flavors. What I've honestly fell in love with um, throughout the whole process was... When you meet these people, and I'm sure you guys, like, now you're traveling, too. You meet these people. You you hear their stories. Um, something that you may not, like, necessarily feel is after you kind of shoot the shit, have a couple of drinks with them, you start seeing their true side. Mm-hmm. You know, so many of these people, one of our greatest friends, one of my greatest friends now, Caden Davis. Oh, we so met him from, you know, in Barcraft Cider Works. Um, dude. I mean, I'm not going to tell his story, but he has amazing things, you know, where I've seen people through this whole platform overcome some inner demons that, you know, you would never expected, Um, you know, shooting the shit with them, drinking with them um, off camera. Some of the the friendships we've made were like, oh, I'm wearing her shirt right now. That's cool. No apologies. Yeah. yeah. This, this girl, girl that has like a cider um, Instagram account that she reviews ciders also. Uh-huh. She lives in Canada and they became like so close with her and I've become close with her. They are talking to her all of the time and like Adrian literally surprised me at our wedding. She showed up at our no wedding way. with a day's notice. Like we had someone cancel. Yeah. He calls her. He's like, will that you is, come down? So she came cool. down. Dude. I didn't even know she was there until I was walking down the aisle and I looked yeah. over and I almost started crying because I was like, Oh my yeah, god, like yeah. people that we've just made connections with That's literally awesome. because of a drink. Like yeah. it's insane. Isn't that incredible? Bro, it really is. Have, That's, like, so, That's why I'm yeah. so yeah. I'm so, so cool. excited for you guys. Yeah. Because it's almost like like at the end of the day, our my account has only, you know, been around for less than two years. We're about to hit the two year mark, I think, come June sixth or something like that. And what's sad about it is if anybody from the cider world <clears throat> is listening I'm sorry to announce we're officially announcing it here. It might be coming to an end. Um, you know, very soon, one of our three guys may be leaving for Texas. So that would probably put a halt. We're talking about maybe cross-collaborating. You know, there's Texas has a beautiful cider scene as well. Like, a shitload, like there's cider cades out there. Adult arcades with hard cider. Right. And, you know, there's a shitload of stuff cool out there. But, like, most likely than not, it's either going to be two guys and cider or just the cider guy. Yeah, and if it is just a cider guy, it'll probably grow a lot faster. No offense, guys. Yeah. No offense, guys. Sorry. No, but I love those two. But at any rate, um, like what I'm so excited to see you guys, like you know, is 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 freaking the friendships we've made throughout this whole process and the people you'll meet. Man, like if I could go back two years ago and tell a younger Adrian, like, dude, hold on to your seats. Get ready, take pictures, prepare. The world that you know is gonna fucking change. You're so lucky it's just two of you guys. It's not three. It's you know not, it's three is a crowd. Like yeah. the tenacity you have right now, keep fucking That's going. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Keep going. Oh, yeah, brother. You know, like if you keep that Appreciate fire that, that you have right now, 
you have no idea what is out there. Like sponsors, affiliations, you know, like Just even the people that you meet, the, the people you'll like, meet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, after you know, offline, after we're done with this, I'll show you guys like the video of us meeting Taz. Cool. This girl Taz has each one of us, all three guys. She's like literally, you know, talked us through some of our world's worst problems in life. You know, a girl in Canada that we never met. You know, the night before, you know, I get married, we had somebody cancel. On you know, like Colleen said, and I call her up and I'm like, hey, I know it's an eight hour drive. Can you come down? And she came down, brought us some Canadian cider, you know, craft cider that you can't get out here in the U.S. Yeah, that's so, that's awesome. So we got cool. it on YouTube, so I don't know if you've seen that, but no, like, no, it's not really, that. straight up tear drinker. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a you know, <laughs> that right there, that whole conversation. First of all, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thank appreciate, you. Appreciate that a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, a, a core value of mine that I follow is, is relationship building. Yeah. And to build relationships as as much as I can with people. And I, I truly feel that that's what life is about is building relationships because you can have all the money, you can have all this stuff, but if you don't have good relationships with the people around you, you know, what do you have? So yeah. it's just, that is really encouraging and that's awesome to hear, you know, and I could see that already. Like I, I met you guys through yeah. doing this podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now like, you know, I, I would do anything for you guys. Right. <laughs> and you know, it's just, that's the power of putting yourself out there, not being afraid to meet new people, have new conversations. And that's how I met Joe. Yeah. Literally. That's how I met Joe. The, we, we met like we, so, we each other. Right? Yeah. No, it was, uh, it was at the, um, it was a veteran outreach event um, in Attila's gym in Belmar. And, and Belmar. And there was um, the guys, two guys I follow, um, Mitch Aguiar, who does Adopt the Copy, JJ. Yeah, yeah. And Greg Anderson, who has his own jujitsu gym in Lake Stevens, uh, Washington. And they were teaching jujitsu. And yeah. at the time is when I had my knee surgery. So I was like, all right, I can't do jujitsu, which sucks, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch these guys. And all of a sudden, I'm just chilling on the mats and I just see Don walk up. And Don's <laughs> like, hey guys, what's up? Typical like, yeah, Don. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Love it. And I was, like, I was like, yo, bro, what's good? And then he starts like learning, like Greg's like teaching him. And then we just kept in touch for uh, the yeah. um, Instagram. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it was just like, like, we never saw each other again in person. We just, you would like something, I would like something, we would comment on stories. Yeah. And then one day, like, I don't understand how this happened. I don't know one either. day, because in that year, I wanted to do a podcast by myself, but I never had the courage and I just never, I never went for it. And then one day I was like, you know what? I want to do a podcast. And then I was like, Don, I don't know, did you tell me, or, or was it like, it was the day after you reached out to me or did I reach out to you and was like, do you want to do a podcast? Yeah. And you were like, I was about to just ask you the same well, thing. It was a week. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I was like what? my mom will be the, you know, the one to tell you this. Uh, say, let's, you know, I was talking to my mom. I was like, yeah, you know, I think like my buddy Joe, like I know him online here. He's a kid I met down at the gym. Like we've been talking back and forth. I think it'd be really cool to like do something with him. Like I don't know what it is, but like I think we like we're gonna do something together. Like whether we start a business or what we're gonna do, I don't know. But I was like, Mom, I think like you know me and him like we're hitting it off or whatever. And then he texted me the next day, Yo, you want to do a podcast? 
Yeah, and I'm so. like, yeah. yeah, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You guys I was were literally on the same wavelength. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I was completely. literally <laughs> just about to say, yo, we should do something together. Yeah, and then you texted me, so it's just all meant to be. It's pretty cool, That's dude. Great. I remember, I remember going like in the first day too. Like we met up at a restaurant. Yeah, uh, Krabby's in Randolph. Yep. And, <laughs> and we were just talking about how we were doing. Yeah. 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 And I remember we were talking about like, yo, what should we do? Should we get the camera? Should we do this? The mics? Yeah. And then we were just both like, look, let's just start it because yeah. we're we're talking too much into it, like to like because mm-hmm. we were gonna delay it. Like, no, let's yeah. just start. You always it. talk about just that. Yeah. Just yeah. Do. yeah. Wait, so you so you just just to do it first and then then build yeah, up yeah. from yeah. it later. No, I'll just right? be like, yeah. fuck it. He's like, because you'll talk yourself to death. Out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But if yeah. you just start, like, just do something. 100%. It's Atomic it, Habits by James Clear. That's what you got yeah. it from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atomic Habits. Yeah. That's been the biggest, uh, oh, Atomic Habits? Yeah, I haven't read, read that, that one. I haven't read it yet. Oh, yeah. it's, 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 it's on the list. <laughs> it's the audio book. Like, okay. Just listen to it. It's, um, it'll change your life. Yeah. Uh, I, I lost my train of thought. But um, but that's the moral of the story there is the building of the relationship. Building the relationships part. So yeah. Yeah. I put myself out there to, you know, be like, yo, here's my Instagram or whatever. Like, we should stay in touch. Yeah. And then one thing led to another. And now here we all are. Yeah. You know, yeah. developing yeah, friendships. Amazing. And it's oh, so, yeah. it's so You guys cool, so. don't know how blessed you are. Like, one of the yeah. things that, like, truly, honestly breaks my heart with this whole three guys thing is we've done so much in this in this platform that we've had. And I would say, like, like you would say, Colleen, too, probably a Large portion of it is because of what I've done. My portion in in, in you know contributing. Well, yeah, whatever. but it's your passion. Like yeah, you know, like he's passionate about jujitsu. And he was passionate about this yeah, absolutely. And like I think what what um what breaks my heart is that the other two dudes, you know, love him to death. Pat was my my best man. AJ, I hope to God it can be one of my first black belts, one of the most talented athletes that I've ever coached. You know, but like it was kind of like my project, and they kind of came along. What I love about you guys is that you're both 50-50 on this. You know what I mean? And um, like as this three guys thing maybe come into an end, maybe not. I don't know. Um, what I see in you guys is like, dude, the potential is insane. So in our platform, we raised, I think, what was it? Like $700 for, for mental health. You know what I mean? We raised less than 100 but something for like dog shelters. You know, yeah. we've done all this. And That's I'm like, cool. these two guys yeah. have so much power that you don't even know, man. Like, you don't even know your untapped potential, you know? And I wish I was you guys two years ago. <laughs> like, I wish I just kind of, like, said, all right, let me find one like-minded human being who, like, dude, was in the same wavelength. Yeah. You guys have cool. so much potential to, like, honestly change a generation. It sounds corny, but I believe in it. I believe in it. Well, thank you. Thank you very yeah. much. Thank that's, you. that's honestly, thank that means, you so much. Means yeah. Uh, yeah. more than I can describe. That's <laughs> honestly, you know, that's, that, that's that means cool. a lot, really. <laughs> Dude, you. if you need anything, like ever, guys, I'm, I'm serious. Video editing, any help, any guidance, okay. I'm here for you. Any Sounds good. Manager. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. You got the executive producer already. <laughs> yeah. That's Paula, Joe's mom. So, you know, we're hiring for different positions. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's incredible. Um, yeah. Thank you and, very and, much. and the cool part is me and Joe, sometimes we do butt heads on different things. Not butt heads, but not, not butt heads. I would disagree say on disagree. stuff. Yeah, yeah, in, a hel- yeah. in a healthy, healthy. way. And yeah, I think that's, that's so healthy. What's cool because it means well. you exactly. care. Yeah. If you didn't yeah. butt heads, then you didn't care. Yeah, it's almost like yeah. if you didn't butt heads at all, it's almost like there's a fakeness to it. Like yes. we're, we're not being true. Yeah. And yeah. I think the big learning lesson there is just tell the truth. 
Yeah. Like you, yeah. You've put out something before, and I'm like, dude, that sucks. Oh, no. This is the best. <laughs> okay, so my editing <laughs> skills are trash. So he goes, um, so he goes, yo, we should start putting, like, that. We, we didn't do it. We did it once. He's like, we should start putting a logo on, like, our post that we put out, right? Yeah. So I was like, yeah, it's a good thing. I was like, yo, I want to learn. I, I'm not good at editing. So I don't, he's like, oh, just download this app. So I did it. And what I thought he wanted, right? Like, what we ended up doing was there was the picture of, of us and, and Don's friend, um, yeah, Todd. Todd. And then there was, like, it was, like, four little quadrants. And then our logo was in one of them. I didn't know that's how we were going to do it. I was trying to be like, no, we should do, like, a picture of us and then, like, the diamond on top and the diamond on bottom. Like, trying to, like, blend it in. But I have no editing experience. Yeah. So I put this thing in and I'm like, I'll give it a try. And I sent it to Don. And I was like, hey, Don, like, like is this what you're looking for? And he goes, I was like, what do you think of this? He goes, dude, honestly... It's pretty bad. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, all right, cool. And then, and then you were like, and then you were like, this is like maybe something like this. And then, but like, it clicked. I was like, yeah, okay, that yeah. actually makes sense. Like, this looks a lot more aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. But I, I appreciate that. He wasn't doing it in an awful way. He no. was just being honest. Just being real. Yeah. Dude, you guys feel like what you're probably understanding now is that you're in the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. and in the entertainment industry. Tough love is the best love. Yeah, straight up. For sure. Be real, you know? Yep. Absolutely. Well, dude, that's how I want people in my life to be, no matter who you are. If you're talking to me, like, tell me the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? don't, 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 don't beat around the bush. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that's, uh, a, so I think that's, that's a healthy way to live with, yeah. with, with any, yeah. anything you do. So, hell yeah, I agree with that. But, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Love it. What, uh, maybe some final words for the podcast? You go first. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Put you on the spot, Kelly. Oh my gosh, I don't know. Some even final know. thoughts to wrap things up here. No, yeah, I mean this is this is really fun and I'm so glad that you guys got to come here and train with us and Me like too. you know, we're in the very beginning stages and it's cool to have people here to support us through those beginning stages because mm-hmm. like, you know, our goal is to end up, you know, with hundreds of members and bunch of different gyms and it's just cool to see people here through the come up and this is really fun talking to you guys yeah. and being a part of your come up also right like it's cool you know your first um not first few episodes but whatever like the beginning of your podcast also yeah. it's been super fun and i enjoyed it a lot thank oh you. thank you yeah hopping right off what you're saying like i'm glad you guys are here at inception at, at our gym as we're starting this because like already i feel you know like a lot of gyms you'll go somewhere and you step in there, family atmosphere, it's great. You guys ever watched 300? Where yes. Like, oh, my God. You know? And Best the, movie of all time. The yes. dude goes, um, the dude goes, you know, how are you going to match up with us? We have a, a thousand soldiers. And yes. he says, no, you have a thousand men. I have 300 soldiers. Mm-hmm. And they'll go, oh, ooh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ooh, and so, ooh, like, yeah. I feel like we're in the inception of building that type of empire where, like, like today... Our, some of the rules today, the toughest rules are our girls. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Our teenagers. Like mm-hmm. you said, I think our one teenager tapped you out. Or oh, whatever. yeah. No you problem. Know what I mean? My buddy <laughs> okay. Pat was here last week. He got yeah. tapped out by one of our 14-year-olds, you yeah. know? We're only four weeks in. And to have you guys in here within our first four weeks in, for me, is like fucking, it's huge. I'm, I'm honored, you know? Hell, yeah. I would love to have you back, you know, once we have like 100 members and say like, hey, look. Definitely, yeah. Look, yeah. look where you guys are. Look where we are now. That's cool. You know what I mean? Um, what I would say to the listeners out there, going back to like when we first started this, this whole podcast, is don't be afraid to imagine. Don't be afraid to create. Don't be afraid to believe. Do you believe in you? 
and that'll get you along to this life. Don't let, don't let what society tells you is the norm stop you. Believe in yourself. Yeah. You're a fucking rock star. You giving me chills right now, man. <laughs> yeah, shit. Well, that's good. I, I, I really don't know how to follow that up. <laughs> so my name's Don. That's the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, man. I, I just, you know, I'm so grateful that you guys invited us out here to even just do this class today. Yeah. You know, we uh, did a jujitsu class, and then you guys invited us for the kickboxing class, and then we're doing the podcast afterwards, and. You know, it's just really cool to have that hospitality from you guys. I mean, you guys don't know me. You know, you know me, but you don't know me type <laughs> mm-hmm. of thing. And um, that is just the coolest thing ever to me. And um, especially from somebody who, you know, I'm a rookie. I'm just starting out. I don't really know what I'm doing, right? And I've just been so welcomed by you guys and your community, whether it's at Pure or from here and everybody, um, you know, in the gym. And I just think that's so cool. And, uh, you know, I'm honored to be here and um, excited to see where my journey goes with this. And, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, um, you know, I think you hit the nail on the head of, you know, don't, uh, you, you, you said it perfectly. So I'm not even going <laughs> to uh, redo it, but shoot for the stars, man. You, know, you never know where you're going to land, you know. Yeah, 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 Maybe yeah. someday somebody listening right now has a dream to open up a gym someday or, you know, do whatever. And you know what? Just fucking go for it. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. No, uh, to, to piggyback off that, uh, what I see in this gym is uh, camaraderie. There's people who know each other, people who don't know each other. But they all get along. And that's because that's coming from top down. From you two, you guys really, really, really care about your people and you really care about your your art, which is jujitsu. Mm-hmm. And that's why you went from one month having the first week 10 kids to now having 40 members, or 10, excuse me, 10 members, 40 members. It's incredible. Keep it up. Dream big. You keep dreaming big. Yes. You dream big, but then bring him down. <laughs> and, then, and then just, just to put him in perspective. But no, all kidding aside, dream big. And this is going to go, I think you said, what is it, 100 members? You'll get there. Yeah. Not a yeah. doubt. Not a Recipe literally not success. a doubt in my mind. You'll get there. A, a, a gym the size of a warehouse, and yeah. I, I can truly see it in my head right now. And uh, good things happen to good people, and you guys are good people. So hell yeah! Thank man. you so God much. We you appreciate Absolutely. it. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, that's the show. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, anything yeah. else, Joe? Nothing. Where where can our, our yeah? I'm sorry. Our... I knew there was oh, something. Yeah, yeah, where can yeah, yeah, yeah. listeners yeah. find you? Where can everyone oh, yeah. find you? How Where's many Instagram gym? accounts do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, for our gym, uh, Lobo MMA and J. Um, for Instagram, our website, um, LoboMMA.com. Facebook, Lobo MMA. Um, we have our own personal accounts. If you feel like following those, yeah. <laughs> Colleen is. What's yeah. your name? Carl's Quinn, Carl's Quinn Luna. Yeah, then... I'm Adrian Luna, bro. My my three guys, my cider account is three guys and cider. Um, but maybe by the time this episode comes out, maybe it's something else. I don't know. You are just... <laughs> so <laughs> Love if, you guys. If somebody wants to join this gym and somebody wants to come to a class, how do they go about doing that? Yeah, they can just drop in. We do free trial classes for new people. Um, they can also just shoot us an email, lobomamanj at gmail.com. Also, our website has like a, an inquiry box. They could just fill that out. It'll shoot us an email. So, I mean, anything. If you want to go online, if you want to just pop in, like we're always here. So, awesome. 
And this is yeah. in Blairstown off of, this is 94 in the Fountain Mall, right? Yeah. Fountain Mall next to Dibs okay. if you want a good haircut. There you go. Dibs Barbershop. That's marketing. Come, come on out. That's for Dana. She does yeah. <laughs> Come on out to the gym. I've been wanting to do jujitsu for years, never did it. And I'm so glad that I'm starting to do it now. And, um, you know, this is the gym to be at. So come on, come on out. Oh, yeah. Awesome, guys. Well, uh, stay tuned for next week. I hope you enjoyed this. This I had a great time. We're an hour and 40 minutes into this, and it didn't even feel <laughs> yes. like it. A lot of great content here, a lot of laughs, a lot of good times, a lot of, uh, I don't know, just, just had a great time. Thank you guys for having us out here again. I'll be coming back for sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> I freaking oh, yeah. love you guys. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks, man. guys. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. All right. See you. See you next week. Peace.